Hey, I'm Shay. And I'm Michelle. And this is The Pantry Podcast. And you're listening to an episode from season four, Unnaturally Nourished, where we're talking about how God nourishes us in ways that the world just can't understand. And we want to give shout outs to War Cry Network, the Christian Podcasters Association, Eternity Ready Radio, and the Spark Collective. Check out thepantrypodcast.com to support us by buying our awesome merch, sending in prayer requests, and figuring out how you can connect with us and some of our awesome guests. We just came off a marathon recording, <laughs> and here we are again. You'll hear that in a few weeks, y'all, so get excited. Oh, and yeah. we're, that's all we're saying oh, right yeah. now. Oh, man, it was... It was a time of edification though. a marathon <laughs> but i didn't hit a wall no that's good though good Are i hit the wall hit the eating wall pizza oh you hit the wall eating pizza. and then i was like she's okay y'all. recharge she's, recharge she's at, the, she's at the wall now no 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 once you go through the wall it's like you, you're covered in salt and they throw you a mylar blanket and you get a medal <laughs> and then <laughs> and here i am <laughs> marathoners my hat is off to you. Yeah, I mean, I sound like I've done one. I've just been there with signs cheering others on. <laughs> I, think, I think the longest run I've ever had military-wise was like 15 miles. <laughs> I didn't want to do it. But my guys were always like, what? they're runners or something. I, I never got it. I want to go to the gym, work out, run. You know, five miles is good for me. These guys, let's do 10, sorry. let's do 12, let's do 15. I'm like, oh, man. All right, let's go. And I still hit walls. <laughs> so marathoners, again, my hat is off to you. You have run the race. You have run the race. You have finished the faith? No. Well, they ain't there yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what's the verse? It's not that you finished the faith. You've held the faith. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Yeah. You know, the wall. Um, that's actually kind of cool talking about that. You know, like just bringing that up in casual conversation. Because I think that um, what we're going to talk about tonight, when we talk about intentional diets, mm-hmm. um, runners train. Like, they really work hard. I remember my sister um, was training for the Marine Corps Marathon. She got, like, chronic asthma, y'all. And and she did it, though. Like, she did it. Yeah. And the training that she put into it, the diets that she put in, you know, the right foods, the right training, the right everything, you know, getting sleep even. Um really got her through it and and for someone who has chronic asthma like that to finish yeah was just amazing to me you know i'm sitting there and i'm like what's up you know excited for because i I happen to be there but yeah um but one of the verses that came to my mind uh is hebrews 10 26 it's gonna sound a little rough y'all coming out the box but just be ready okay for if we go on sinning deliberately after receiving the knowledge of the truth there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins how to unpack this verse in a little bit, you know, just so we get an idea. Well, as believers in Christ, right, we believe that Jesus died on the cross for us. I mean, that is the ultimate sacrifice. That is the ultimate, you know, sacrifice for sins. There is nothing more that could be done except for that sacrifice. Um, and so when I take this this idea of intentional diets and I and I think of like spiritual and I also think of the natural, right? I think, you know, it's like a diet. Everybody thinks of diets. We go through diets all the time. It's like, oh, man, it's the new year. I'm going to get on this other diet, and then we fail. <laughs> or we succeed. Or you know what? Sometimes we succeed and then fail like a long time later. Because <laughs> life circumstance. You know, I get it. Um, but we've been told how to stay healthy, live healthy, and be healthy. 
That's what the word of God does. Um, it's really cool how it unpacks that for us and, and teaches us how to be spiritually healthy, spiritually, you know, that, di- that diet of spirituality, you know, it's like, right. I need that. And she rubs her eye. Is itchy. I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry anyway, to let you down. But no, but, <laughs> well, so we, so we live in this, this, you know, these intentional diets, right? And so why can't the word of God be an intentional diet? If I can sit there and think about my health and think that like, okay, I need to cut sugars back or I need to, you know, eat less carbs and I need to eat more greens, you know, maybe some proteins, throw some proteins in there. Um, Man, I think more importantly in that is the word of God. Yeah, I touched on this a few weeks ago when we're talking to Andrew F. Carter about the idea of diet, because there's you can use diet and language in several ways. You can talk about diet being a fad diet or a seasonal diet, like for a, for a certain period of time, you're going to alter the way you're eating for a goal, whatever that goal is. But the other way is, you know, when you're learning about animals, it's like, what's this animal's diet? And that doesn't mean, you know, are, is that animal doing whole 30 or keto? <laughs> it means what does this animal eat? Right. right. <laughs> and, um, and so I think that sometimes we, it might be very fitting for us to alter our spiritual methods of consuming the word for a certain period of time for a goal. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if that is all that you're doing, there's a constant threat of a crash or a a relapse, a rebound back into unhealthy things. And so it's important that you establish your permanent diet to include certain aspects of God's word, right? Like, for example, what is this person's diet? The Bible in some form or fashion, whether it's minced up, sauteed, boiled, fried, the word of God, right? Mm. And then when you have a specific goal, then you can figure out what, how, like what method is the best. But it's important to be intentional in that because our worldly diet, right? Like I know me, I did whole 30 and I'm very proud that I did the 30 days without breaking. I actually restarted because I put a peppermint in my mouth without thinking. And I don't even eat peppermints, but I put a peppermint in my mouth on day two and I was like, reset. I can't do it. And <laughs> so I've done it. Um, and I felt the effects, but, but I also know that pretty much as soon as it was over, I was like, time to treat myself, right? And back then, when you're first coming out of a diet, you're you're looking at it like, okay, I'll have a little sugar here, a little sugar. I'll reintroduce these things I completely cut out, just a taste. Fast forward to now, sugar's again the majority of my daily food <laughs> in some form or fashion. And uh, and you feel the effects of it, but you become desensitized to whatever your current diet is, you know, as far as effects. So I think it's important for us to to translate that over into the into the spiritual. I love when we connect on this on this level. James four seventeen, right? <laughs> so whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it for him, it is sin. right. <laughs> you know, it's like I think of like the sugar, right? It's like yeah, sugar is horrible, y'all. It I, really is. It's worse would, than cocaine. Yes, you could never e- email me all the data you want to email me. You're going to be wrong. <laughs> <I don't laughs> well, <care>. dang. 
I'm being, I'm being confident in this. But see, there's reasons because I've done a lot of studies in this because of the asthma that I have and and with, you know, sugars and inflammation in my bones and how mm-hmm. they hurt, the muscles that hurt, um, the, the leaky gut diet, right? So we have this leaky gut diet. You got to remove everything. So like it's no coffee, cold. no sugar, no, no. I mean, y'all, if you drink, no joy. If you drink Just coffee kidding. <laughs> with sugar in it, and then you got to cut it. Let me tell you, so on the first few days, you feel like you're coming off of a detox, man. Because <laughs> it's like, I mean, like, headache. <laughs> I mean, just miserable. But see, what happens is, is in your stomach, it's had an overgrowth of yeast. See, another metaphor for the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeast. Unleavened bread. Right, There's right, right. And uh, it takes over your stomach and doesn't allow the good bacteria to grow right. Mm-hmm. And creates all kinds of health issues from unknown allergies to, I'm talking like joint pain, stomach pains. I mean, I, I headaches and uh, anything that can't be explained by a doctor. I generally tell people, hey, try this diet. Just try it. I'm not saying it's going to be your, your, your go-to, but whatever. But you remove everything. Um, and it's tough. You know, when we remove things in our lives, see, when we talk about sin in this aspect too, when we remove it, it's tough. It's tough. There's withdrawals. I'm sure, you know, like I slip back into some things sometimes if I watch the wrong thing or I'm around the the wrong conversation. You know, it's like also it's like, oh, no, 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 no. And then you got to reset. You know, right. it's like, oh, um, the sacrifice of it doing it and the rebuilding. Right. But in this rebuilding, what you're doing is now you're putting in these good foods. So this good, this good fruit. Right. Mm-hmm. These good these good spiritual nuggets that come from the Bible or this wisdom that comes from God or, you know, the, the, the advocate sitting there and pumping you full, you know, the Holy spirit. Right. But we're taking this in and we're trying to keep away from the things that would bring us back to that same position of pain, of hurt, of sorrow, of anger, or whatever it is that you're struggling with. Right. We want to try to remove those, not saying that it goes perfectly, but what we're saying is you need to, Just be intentional in this type of diet. Yeah, like I'm not even going to walk you through the whole analogy. I'm going to just drop it and let you put it together, okay? But what Shay just said, so the more sugar you eat, the more the yeast increases in your stomach. Yeast loves sugar. So yeast tells your body, eat more sugar. So you start craving what is bad for you in huge doses even more. And then it causes you to rest worse, have less energy, be inflamed, have unhealthy cravings that can literally start controlling you, right? Make you hangry and all these other things. Lethargic, lethargy, I think is how you say it. Um, Trouble breathing, taking on more weight. The list keeps going. So translate that on your own to the spiritual and you'll see how important it is to not justify the worldly yummies, right? Those flavorful yummies that we're like, oh, what's the harm in? If you have to ask what's the harm in it, it's time to come to the Lord with it and be like, okay, God, what is the harm in it? Because I need (laughs) to really know, because I think a lot of the times we're very dismissive of the, this is something that Christopher Yuan said last week. We are very quick to be like, that's sin, that's sin for someone else. But we we love our own sin for the most part. There's a few, 
There are a few that were like, I hate that I do this. But there's a lot of sins we'll justify all day and excuse away all day. And those are the sugars we've got to watch out for. The junk food we got to watch out for and be like, am I coming to the defense of junk food instead of the Lord? Because it's only going to bite me later. Yeah, I just had to apologize to my boss on the phone <laughs> in a certain way. Not actually, the apology had already happened. But what's cool is tonight, you know, I call him. It's a total mistake. I thought he needed to talk to me. <laughs> and it, but, you know, like I had a blowout. Like, you know, I'm, we're in COVID. I'm a military dude, right, by heart and by, by everything. And so tactical comes into play. Look, back in my tactical days, mm, my mouth, my attitude, my everything was just, oh, was so horrible. He was sassy. I was sassy. So I got a little <laughs> sassy. Anyways, I apologize back then. But tonight, like. I had an opportunity to kind of share and say, yeah, you know, he told me what he was doing, he's relaxing. And I said, yeah, we're about to record a podcast, you know. And I'm like, yeah, me and my wife do Christian podcasts. And I kind of threw out there, I was like, because I need all the grace I can get. He goes, <laughs> yeah, we definitely need that. So, you know, it's kind of that moment where you can share and say, hey, look, I, I'm trying. But, you know, ever since that moment, though, right, it's like a reset. It's like, no, 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 I don't want to walk that path. And, you know, I want that solid food, right? I want to be, I want the maturity that I have in Christ. Um I want to have the I want to have the discernment, because um, I'm training by with through constant practice. You know, we get this discernment through training, constant practice. Yeah, yeah. I'm paraphrasing Hebrews uh, five fourteen by the way, y'all, um, because we want to be able to distinguish good from evil. We want to be able to sit there like Michelle said, uh, and not ask our friends. Like, look, don't ask your friends. Ask God. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like don't don't tell your friends. Like, well, what what's wrong with it? Or what did you say? What's <laughs> I said. Uh... Like, what's the harm in yeah, what's it? The harm Is that what I said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, something like that. And it's like, it's like, what's the harm in it? But you're asking the wrong people. Right. The world will set y'all up, man. Especially when you're pregnant and, oh. and you want another slice of cake. Ooh. And they're like, do it. You're eating for two. Y'all, I don't know who needs to hear this, but your second is the size of a grape. Okay. But and you're hot. And, and but the they're angry. Right. You could fit 18 grapes in that slice of cake. Okay. The the second that you're eating for doesn't need cake that much. But have a little cake. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that don't work. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it worked for me. Oh, no. But what I'm saying, it don't work in what we're talking about. Oh, I know. I know. I know. It's like, it's like leaky gut. It's like, because leaky gut oh, works, right, at, works right, back right. in too, right? Look, leaky gut, you know, they, they get you to a point and then they're like, now you can start reincorporating. Nah, y'all. Go, don't go out and read Leaky Gut and put your spiritual life to Leaky Gut. Because no. you're going to be able to add the sugar back in. Right, later. right. Not in huge amounts, but see sin even in little bit amounts. Yes. It ends up being, because I keep going back to the sugar analogy. I remember in our very first season, me talking about my problem with M&M's and how we bought like the Costco bin of M&M's. And then COVID happened and I was like, these M&Ms, because that's back when we thought flatten the curve was it. (laughs) And so I was like, these got to last me two weeks. I can do it. Like, you know, everyone else is running out to get it, but these, it lasted me like a week. And then I got another one on Amazon with a little extra, like it costs a little more, but I'm like, it's worth it because it's M&Ms. And I just was chugging M&Ms. And this is the same person who had Whole30 like a year prior, right? And uh, it it doesn't take long for you to go from having none to binging if you aren't keeping it in check. And yeah, that's an analogy for the world. And in the world, you can be like, oh, well, you know, a handful of M&Ms a month ain't going to kill you. Right. But when it comes to sin, 
that's that's where we really have to be cod cautious. Um, yeah, we have to be vigilant. Good, yeah. I like that word. Um, you know, in First Corinthians, um, there's two different places. One, it says, "Do no matter what you eat or drink, do it all for or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God." Um, and I think that includes everything that we're taking in, whatever you decide to commit to, whatever you decide to do, whatever you decide to hear, see, listen, you know, what our pastor B says, um, guard your eye gates, ear gates. And then also in first, first Corinthians, I think five, it says that we are a temple of the living God. We house the Holy spirit. And so we should not do anything that defiles his temple because it just shows we already are his beloved. We are loved by God. We're also his home. He's residing in us. And imagine just for a second, like you've got God in you and you're choosing, actively choosing to just bring in things that make his stay all the more uncomfortable, all the more unwelcoming, all the more messy, you know? And and I'm not saying that you should feel guilty every time you sin and feel like you're cluttering up your temple. Like, how could you do that? You know, God is faithful. He redeems anything you have an issue with. The beauty of it is he can come through and work through it and help you through. But for him to do all that, we have to be putting in this willingness for him to work in our lives. It's It's not this you know, I'm just going to keep doing whatever, excusing whatever, and he's just going to snatch me out. No, because we have free will and we have to allow him to take control and say, God, you, I'm giving you the right. I'm giving you permission to snatch me out, change my heart, work in my heart, reveal in my heart what needs to go and, and fill me with the strength and surround me with those who will encourage me to move, move away from these harmful things and uh and and move farther away and distance myself from those who would enable these negative things and that's 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 loaded i mean it's like awesome it's like we're we're breaking this down simply y'all like very simply i, I think we overcomplicate it in some sense we're like oh how can i do this you know sometimes we get on the i'm i'm a failure mode or yeah. i'm a I, I just can never get it right mode. I'm definitely or, guilty of all that. Right. I mean, we, we get in our own heads. Yeah. Um, and it's all, it's like, that's yeast too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeast too. Yes. That's that. I mean, when you, when you start going against what God has called you, mm-hmm. what God has told you who you are, you're throwing in sin, you're throwing in yeast because God doesn't beat you down and berate you and and, and tell you how horrible you are. Right. Now he corrects you. Yeah. And I love that. There's correction. Say, Hey, look, I mean, look, he ain't got no log in his eyes. So (laughs) I I, I like to listen to that brother. Right. (laughs) With with the Holy spirit coming knocking. I'm like, word, I ain't got nothing to say. Let me start plugging splinters out. And boy, it's painful sometimes. Yeah. And and sometimes it takes more than tweezers. Mm -hmm. It takes a scalpel to get them, them splinters out. But, um, when we beat ourselves up, it's not good. No. And God is about good. He, mm-hmm. he, he created us as good. He's called us good. Mm-hmm. Now we've been brought back into that, that, that promise, back into that, you know, believing in Christ and, and, and this covenant that says, you know what, you're cleansed, you're, you're, you're forgiven. And that's where it says, you know, in that Hebrews, it's not a beat up verse, right? But if we go, go on sinning deliberately, it, it, there's things that are going to happen. There's consequences that are happening. There's, there's struggles we're going to face. 
it's amazing how many times that not just myself, but friends or, or people I know that, that struggle like we do, you know, we drift, everybody drifts a little, you know, the, the more mature we become, the less we drift. But I'm never saying that anyone has ever made perfect in this world except for Jesus. And so we sit there and it's, it's like, you could see it. You can see progression into where it's going and then, but then it comes back out. And so it just tells me that God's always there. The Bible has never proven that philosophy any different. Right. God has always been there. Right. Um, but we got to get away from that source, you know, cause he doesn't leave us. No, but we can leave him. We can shut him down. We can turn off the faucet of that living water. That's what see? people forget when yeah. we're talking about all of this It's free will. Right. They forget that when they're questioning God on why you allow this, why did this happen, et cetera, there is free will in play for a very important reason. He doesn't want robotic love, so he has to allow free will. Mm. And we control that content. Yes. And we control our direction. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Predestination. I hear y'all. I hear y'all. But you can make it really, 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 really rough on that path. <laughs> Right. We're not in the fourth dimension outside time. Like, I mean, we are here in time having to live through it. So it's still a surprise for you how it's going to go and you still have to walk through it. But I liked what you touched on free will. Yeah. That's what it's all about. But I want to freely follow Christ. I, 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 man, look, guys, I have to go on the leaky gut diet again. I have a messed up stomach from the years of of abuse, the years of drugs, the years of. Everything. I mean, I mean, it's a laundry list. But and my stomach's off balance again. But why? Because I like them stinking M M&M, and M peanut M M&M and Ms too. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm allergic to peanuts, y'all. And I'll crush a bag of peanut M M&M. and Ms. What sense is that? We were like, driving to the beach sense? once, and I didn't know he was allergic to peanuts yet. And he's like, "Look what I got us! I got a surprise!" <laughs> and he pull out not the fa- like the Costco. Costco is a big deal, y'all. But the Costco super mega bulk bag that's it's like serving 70,000 or something on the bag and like we and we kill this bag this is a day trip to the beach this tells you guys that we're not perfect but we almost killed this bag at the very end he's like man I need to stop I was like yeah that's a lot of shit he's like I'm allergic to nuts I'm like brother do I need to get an EpiPen so, I mean, look, we might literally know we're allergic to this sin and we'll still indulge. And so intentional diets also benefit from intentional accountability partners. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Finding people. You don't need to find a lot of people are like, well, I need to find someone who's got it all together. No, you don't. You need to find someone who's got it together in the area you struggle with. Mm. Because no one, you're not going to find Jesus just walking down the street in physical form, ready to help you with this issue. Like he's, he's the spirits in you. The Lord will guide you, but he will bring someone, another fellow imperfect person, iron sharpening iron Mm. to help you through. And your presence in their life might build them up in an area they're struggling with, but they don't have to have it all together. They can struggle in another way that you have dialed in. What's important is that it's an area, you know, if they have the gift of encouragement, you know, then that's that's a perfect person. But don't go to someone who's just as much a fan of the thing you're fighting as you are. Right. Go to someone who can help you and encourage you and pray for you and stand in that gap with you, you know, and and help you through it. Be intentional on that as well. You like what Shay said, you don't need to 
attack yourself and be down on yourself in your head. Take those, capture those thoughts. And when the, when the Bible says capture those thoughts, give them to the Lord. They, they're your thoughts, right? right? And everything of yours, you can give to God. So give those thoughts to God with intention and have him deal with them with you. You know, like say, look, Lord, I feel this way. I'm feeling this guilt. I'm kicking myself, but I know you don't want that for me. You don't want me to sit here whipping myself. That's not the justice you have in mind. You died for this, just like you did everything else. You're here for me. So send me the people that have the word for me. Send me to the verses you want me to read, the podcast, the sermons, the pastors, the book. Like send me to the living water, the manna, the unnatural nourishment for me to permanently alter my diet. And you can never overload. I love that part. <laughs> you can never You can binge. Overload. Yes. So yeah, so that's just, you know, hey, a little podcast here for your encouragement. <laughs> like, so seriously. Cute. Here's a little podcast, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like I just I really I am I am y'all's champion. Or he no, is. wait. I champion for you or right. something. How's I know what go? you mean. He's a cheerleader for there you. There we go. There we go. Cheerleader. I can say that. Yeah. I'm a cheerleader, man, because I, I I want people just to be hopeful, to find the joy, to just be at peace, to not have all these struggles. Um, and look, accountability partners or, or you know, you got to have your body of Christ. You got to have your community, your your bubble, however you want to call that right now. Mm-hmm. Because um, I do eat less nuts. I didn't say I don't eat any nuts. <laughs> He's a lot but less. I eat a lot less because I constantly have my accountability partner in many things, by the way. <laughs> sitting there telling me, hey. I'm the one that tells people when they're like, is there anything that we can't cook for y'all when you come over for dinner? I'm the one that says what Shay's allergic to because he won't and he'll just eat it anyway. And I'm like, no. Oh, but I miss stuff. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but but I don't miss sin. That's one thing Amen. I don't miss. Um, and when I do it, it it impacts me to a point of change. Yeah. it's a, It doesn't impact me to a point of of crushing myself. It impacts me to change. And that's a great place to live. This is not a new thought, y'all. This is really, really old. And I can prove it. You want me to prove it? Prove, <laughs> prove it, it, prove it, prove it. Prove it. All right, here's the proof. And we're going to close on this verse, right? Because it, it just shows me so much. It's like, this isn't new. There's been people struggling for a really, really long time. But in First Chronicles uh, 16, 11, it says, Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually that is your intentional diet y'all seeking his presence continually amen amen i love talking with you i love talking to you too <laughs> maybe we should start a podcast or something maybe let me know i don't know um so for all y'all out there who want to get the show notes to kind of look at the verses closer especially because I'll, I'll tell you which actual verses in first corinthians i was talking about but if you want to have the verses access to the show notes all that fun stuff just connect with us you can send us prayer requests and support us in a few other cool ways we have our cool unnaturally nourished merch so if you want to go ahead and check us out at the pantrypodcast.com we'll really appreciate you i'll throw in one more she's got a bomb shirt that says bible nerd anyways <laughs> <laughs> i'll link to it just because i got mine today it's awesome <laughs> Love y'all. Oh man, we love you. Till next time. Bye. Bye.